the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Ardor SEO. Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest for you today. Dave Westall from Westall Real Estate in beautiful Tahoe. Right off Lake okay. Tahoe in Truckee, correct? You're in Truckee, California? Uh, I'm actually coming to you from my office in Tahoe City today. Oh, Tahoe um, City. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I actually live in Truckee. So okay. I, I make the big commute all of uh, 20 minutes over to my Man. office. Or what a it depends horrible, on the day. What a horrible commute. Yeah, exactly. The grind of it all. <laughs> so, uh, you know, beautiful area, of course. Um, a lot of folks move their second homes there. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm aware and I'm sure many of our listeners are as well. But uh, Dave, how did you get started? I mean, uh, you know, I know you started in around 2003. And uh, so you definitely got some experience and you stayed in the same area. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. My uh, entire real estate career has been here in North Lake Tahoe and Truckee. Wow. Yeah, so I got started. Uh, I moved out here after college to be uh, a, a ski bum, Why not? <laughs> as, as many people uh, in this area do. And then after a few years, I'm like, how am I going to stay here? This is uh, an expensive area. I love it. I don't want to give it up. And uh, I had a older friend and he had a good buddy that owned an appraisal business. And he said, you should talk to my friend, George. And uh, I went and set up a meeting with George to meet him. And the next day I was hired. So wow. I spent the first six years of my real estate career as a real estate appraiser. And then I got uh, my sales license back in 2007. So for a few years, I had overlapping licenses. And then I uh, retired from the appraisal business as the world was collapsing in 2009. <laughs> and uh, it was actually a, a very great time to uh, start a real estate career, although a little challenging. A lot of people were exiting and um, I just had uh, a an idea of a marketing plan. I was a marketing major in college and had to leverage technology to get in front of people. And uh, at that time, you know, that's uh, right around when most people started using iPhones and mm -hmm. Zillow was coming out. And um, I started using all these different technologies to market myself and really paid off over time. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, fantastic. So uh, you've built uh, your your own real estate firm now. Did you start? I mean, did you start working for one of the 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 larger brokerages in the area, or yeah. were you? So uh, to clarify, I actually do work for a large brokerage, oh, okay. Um, okay. but I run a team um, called the Westall Real Estate Team. Okay, and we're a part of Corcoran Global Living, Very and. 
Corcoran Global Living was the West Coast expansion for the Corcoran Group out of New York City and on the East Coast. And they acquired uh, the boutique brokerage that I previously worked for, which was uh, Oliver Luxury Real Estate. And uh, that was an independent uh, franchise. It was a Christie's affiliate. Mm -hmm. And for the last, I don't know, it's almost two and a half years now, we've been uh, a Corcoran affiliate. Not a bad company to be affiliated with. Yeah, it's the fastest growing real estate firm in California. So it's uh we we were their first acquisition. So oh wow. It's been, it's been really fun to go from mm. uh you know a couple hundred agents to well over five thousand agents in a short period of time. Wow, that's amazing. So yeah. we, we talked about how you got started a little bit. Let's talk about today. <clears throat> so sure. how do you, you know. You said you, you kind of you were a marketing major and you kind of got started in marketing and there was a lot of technology changing right around 2007, 2008. You jumped aboard. Is that still how you, you find new new uh, listings or buyers or, um, you know, what's happening for you now? How are you finding uh, listings? Yeah. yeah, we have uh, a pretty good marketing mix. So our business comes from a number of different mediums. Um, our referral network is amazing. So we do a lot of referral business. Uh, one of my close friends and colleagues owns a big property management firm up here. And uh, if you work in a second home market, I would highly suggest making very good friends and taking good Hi. care of uh, your property management colleagues because uh, they have people that decide to sell their homes and also mm -hmm. clients that have been renting for years that decide to purchase. So that's been uh, a very steady source of buyers and sellers over the years. So that's been fantastic. And then one of my biggest sources uh, over the last, call it three or so years, has been um, through website search engine optimization, mm -hmm. um, I spent a lot of time and effort of, you know, on my website since the first day I became a realtor and really in the past three or four years, it's really paid off. And I have some really good rankings for some key search words, my Google business profile um, that drives a lot of business as well. So really trying to leverage technology, both for myself and for my clients and uh, it's really created a great situation where, um, you know, even now where the market's a little bit slower, we're still generating mm -hmm. multiple leads from the website every single week. And great. Uh, some of them are ready to go now and other people take time, but it's just a, a consistent source of good quality leads. Yeah. I mean, if you can keep it consistent and keep that funnel filled, you know, so to speak, uh, you'll, yeah. you'll never want, right? Uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, for for us, the want is to take a uh, uh, the next step in terms of price points and average sale price. So uh, we're we're pretty consistent with the number of sales and the buyers and sellers that are coming to us. Um, but here in Tahoe, we have some pretty uh, incredible price points and uh, the higher end luxury properties. You know, we 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 sell quite a few of those. So it's a market where there's always opportunity and 
that gives me uh, the encouragement and motivation to try and keep getting better. That's fantastic. Now, are they doing any building there? I mean, I, I did see a couple of lots for sale uh, yeah. on your listings. Are, are they are they building still, or is it pretty much what what's on the ground is what you got? Yeah, so there's a few different market segments in what we call Tahoe <laughs> and uh, properties that are closer to the lake, which you can see behind me there. Um, there's not a lot of new development opportunities. So oftentimes, um, you know, speaking of the high end, we have uh, lakefront properties, which most lake communities offer. Um, but our lakefront properties started about four or five million dollars for what we consider a teardown property. That's a property that's probably older, in a state of disrepair, right. or just not maximizing the beautiful, you know, parcel of land that it sits on. Um, so we do see a lot of new construction in the lakefront market with. Uh, people buying these quote unquote tear down homes, and then building a new property, uh, which is a process unto itself. Um, and then there are some vacant lands over at uh, vacant land over at the lake. Um, but a lot of the best parcels have already been built on. So it's really challenging to find good quality lots. And we have a lot of building restrictions sure. um, centered around the lake and, you know, uh, maintaining the clarity of the lake and uh, keeping up with the environment. So uh, similar to like what a coastal commission would be on the California coast, we have the Tahoe Regional Planning Agency, which uh, regulates every property within the, the boundaries of Lake Tahoe. But then if we go out to say Truckee, California, we have a lot of newer golf course communities and subdivisions out there where uh, land is more readily available. Um, so right. oftentimes uh, that land is a little less expensive than the properties that are closer to the lake. Yeah, Truckee to me, and I've, I've been there, I think twice now or through Truckee, to me is the, and maybe not to you because you've been there most <laughs> of your life. It is like, the, I, I don't know, how do, how do you say, uh, not, it's not a diamond in the rough, um, but it's, it's, the kind of like the secret you know like it's a yeah. no one really knows about it until you're there you know unless yeah. you're you're local to that area and it's a, or you know people that have you know second homes uh in that area but i always tell people oh yeah you're gonna go out there you go through Truckee, and then if you're gonna look for a home uh, uh yeah it's a beautiful area a lot of folks yeah. don't know about it though yeah Truckee. um i almost group it uh, along with lake tahoe when mm -hmm. I discuss property. Sure. Um, and it's just really a thriving community. Um, whereas over at the lake, because of the pricing of our homes, it's been harder and harder for uh, families to purchase property and create that community vibe. It's right. not to say that that doesn't exist, but it, it exists uh, more handedly out in Truckee where um, you know, there's more school opportunities, childcare opportunities, um, sports and events, and uh, the, the community has just been thriving for, say, the last 10, 15 years. Um, so it's just a really positive place to be and a lot of great golf courses, fly fishing, mountain biking, 
and it's not that far away from the Tahoe ski resort. So that sure. makes it really attractive as well. Yeah. I mean, that drive, I guess, I guess you drive now. I'm looking at a map, so don't think I have memorized this, but <laughs> that I guess you take 89 uh south towards Tahoe right. City. I, to me, I would call that, I mean, just looking at it and having lived out in California at one point in my life, uh, that would have to be one of the most scenic and serenity. I could really do some meditation on yeah. the on the way in and on the way home. I'm sure that's just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's uh, my commute each day. Uh, yeah. We five years ago we migrated from being over at the lake to living in the big city of Truckee. Why not? <laughs> and uh, my commute most days is along that Highway 89 uh, corridor, corridor, which is yeah. where the Tru Truckee River parallels the highway. Right along, yeah. So you're kind of in this beautiful canyon with river views and. Uh, you know, every season's really different. So right now we have the foliage along the river changing mm. and soon we'll have snow. And it's just it, like you said, it is meditative. It's just yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I believe it. Well, I'll never complain about living in West Palm Beach. Well, I do complain <laughs> about it, but it's it's got its own beauty. But that's a beauty is almost polar opposite of yeah what i deal with on a daily basis but every we you know, have a little more topography here yep for sure i have an ocean you know yeah. that's, that's the best part but yeah, uh, yeah exactly. i mean uh I, I that's the great thing about you know the united states is all the different areas and i i encourage people to get out and see those areas you know and really get to know what's out there um so let me ask you this if if i had a you've probably heard this before dave if i've had a magic wand and every day you woke up, you had something that you'd always thought about and you, you really wanted to make that push forward, uh, but just couldn't make it happen. What would that be? And I, I could had a magic it. wand. No, I had yeah, the magic it, wand, not you, Dave. I'm coming to you saying I'm going to fix yeah. one thing that you've been trying to do. What would that be? Uh, you know, for me, like I mentioned earlier, um, I just want to consistently work with, uh, you know, higher end properties each year. Um, and we do a lot of that, but more consistently. So uh, I'd love for you to wave your wand and create consistency at the higher end of the market for me. We're making great headways, getting there on our own. But it's, a, you know, like most markets, it's a super competitive market where you have to be on your A game. It's, you know, the equivalent of being a professional ball player. Sure. And, uh, you know, we're we're sharpening our our tools and utilizing technology and making great connections each and every week. So we're getting there, but uh, having that magic wand would be really cool. Right. Well, I may have it. <laughs> <laughs> so we've, we've talked about, you know, how you got into the business and we talked about, you know, what, you know, kind of some of the offerings in the area and what it's like there. And so let's, let's put on our prognostication hats with our wand and uh, let's talk about, you know, what does the next year look like or the next maybe two years? Uh, you know, what are some of your goals and where do you see yourself? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I have a newer teammate that works with me who's a uh, buyer's agent. Her name's Beth Taylor. Congratulations. Yeah, just, just, yeah, she's just amazing. She had uh, 14 years of property management experience before coming to me. And uh, at the end of her property management career, she was a liaison between 
uh, these property owners and the management team. So she was the one who communicated with them. So just fantastic skills in terms of uh, dealing with clients. So I'm just so fortunate to have her because teaching her the sales part has been really easy, but her conversation skills and knowledge of our area is just uh, next level. So I'm really lucky to have her. Um, and I bring that up because over the in the years to come, it's allowed me to chase more listings right. uh, wh while having confidence on the buyer side of the equation. And we both work together fairly often. Um, so, you know, between the two of us, we're really able to deliver a high level of uh, uh, confidence in our clients and ability to make deals happen. Um, so I see that growing and evolving. Um, uh, we have a, a marketing manager on our team, so we're doing really well on that front, and we're just trying to get better at more video and you know podcasts and things like sure. this to get in front of the right people. And um, so I see that growing. Um, you know, across the country, our market has challenges. Um, so you know, we're we're just uh, I'm optimistic that. Uh, you know, things are going to shake out. It's just going to take a little bit of time for buyers to get used to these higher interest rates. Uh, in our market, we have extremely low inventory and yeah. we're going into our slowest period of the year inventory wise, yet we're still seeing demand on the buyer side. So I feel like going into the spring next year, which is kind of the start of our selling season, um, that we're going to, you know, have some pent up demand and that that, you know, hopefully carries us, you know, into next year on a positive note. Um, there's a lot of factors that our market traditionally, you know, when the stock market's not doing as well, right. uh, when, you know, inflation's running higher, uh, a lot of people want a tangible asset in terms of a second home, they see real estate as a great investment. So I'm seeing some positive signals. I'm uh, a born optimist. So <laughs> hopefully that plays out really well. Um, but, you know, it's kind of uh, a reflective time as well, because we, we've been going at 150 miles an hour for the last two years. Right. Now we've downshifted to about 65. So we're still moving at a good clip, but it's just... Uh, not the uh, feverish pitch that we're used to. <laughs> right. Just like driving, when you do slow down to that level, you feel like you're crawling. You're like, wow, I, I learned to go at a certain speed and now it's yeah. normalized. What yeah. do I do? You know. So yeah. we're, we're kind of winding down here, but I wanted to do, uh, you know, let me ask you this, Dave. How would someone get in touch with you if they either wanted to uh, potentially uh, buy a home or maybe they have a home yeah. to list or Maybe they just want to chew your ear a little bit and, and solve some of your problems. <laughs> yeah. So I'd like to make that easy for people. And uh, if you uh, type in westallrealestate.com, that's my website. And that's the best way to get in touch with me. Uh, we have great SEO. So if you type in Tahoe City real estate agent or similar search phrases, uh, our business profile usually pops right up in the first or second spot there. Um, but I'm always available to chat. I do a market report each month that provides a lot of uh, great insight and uh, happy to answer any Tahoe real estate questions. Or if you just want to know where to see the beautiful wildflowers, go for a hike or mountain bike ride, where to play golf. 
I'm always happy to make those connections as well. Fantastic. So Dave, uh, as I told you earlier, I always give the last two minutes, you know, to our guest. Uh, anything you'd like to talk about or anything maybe we didn't cover that you wanted to cover? Go ahead. The floor is yours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing about Lake Tahoe is that it's an amazing place to live. If you're lucky enough to make this your primary residence, there's great opportunities for those people. Um, our primary buyers come out of the San Francisco Bay Area, and they, they come here for usually the skiing, and then they learn how amazing it is during the summer months in terms of activities and whatnot. So, you know, I, I love making connections, and I love helping people uh, understand Tahoe and figure out all the uh, fun aspects of our community. Um, and speaking of community, I'm a, a firm believer in giving back to the community. So I do a lot of uh, work with different nonprofits up here and uh, work on different fundraisers to help provide uh, access to you know, less fortunate members of our community. Uh, and we actually started a program uh, a little over a year ago. Um, we call it the 1% for Tahoe. And we give 1% of all of our commission earnings to different nonprofits throughout the year. Usually each quarter, we choose a nonprofit and uh, deliver a check, learn about what they're doing and projects that are coming up. So when you work with us, you're working with someone who uh, really is dedicated to the Tahoe community and likes to give back and likes to connect the dots. So that's uh, a really, really great opportunity for me. Fantastic, Dave. I love to hear it. That was great. Uh, thanks for being on the show. And I'd love to catch up with you maybe three, six, nine months down the road and see how you're faring, faring out. Yeah, I'd love to chat again. And uh, I greatly appreciate this opportunity. Thank you. Have a great week, Dave. Yeah, you as well.